hi and welcome. I mean, I say welcome, but I'm stoked that you're here, really. I don't know where you're listening to me. So when you share this to your stories, tag me and tell me where you're listening to me. Is it at work? Are you typing away on the keyboard? Are you going for a hot girl walk? At the moment, my hot girl walks are not hot girl work walks because I am walking our six month old Roddy and he is strong and we are training him. So ain't nothing relaxing or hot girl about that. <laughs> but yes, tag me where you're listening to these podcast episodes because I find it really, really interesting. Sometimes I even play a podcast in our portable speaker in our house and I listen to it as I'm doing like the dishes or the cleaning or something. And I love that. So yeah, hit me, hit me with it. As always, click that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode because I've started to increase the frequency of how often I'm recording these podcasts and how often I'm dropping them. So I've got a lineup of different guests coming up and yeah, I just don't want you to miss it. So hear it the moment they drop, which is very, very cool. Today's episode is all about consent and this I can feel how passionate I am about this just even when I was brainstorming a couple of notes for this episode because consent is such a hot, hot, hot topic. And it came up in our um, sex coaching group just recently and so many different opinions, so much fantastic information floating around. And I just, I mean, I want to share it because I think it's fantastic and I think that it can be a fucking big topic especially after, you know, leaving the police force and having, you know, done numerous jobs about like sexual assault and, and rape. And I just, yeah, going to numerous, um, parties where they're alcohol fueled and whatnot and how that can lead to different outcomes. I really want to share my experience with it. And also just a little bit around consent and how, how important it is, how important it is in so many ways and sexual experiences. So yeah, this one's on consent. So let's see how we go. First thing I want to ask you, like when you think of consent, like, like, what do you think? Obviously I can't hear your reply. So I'm just going to let you mull on it for a second, but like what comes up for you? Like, are you thinking of consent? Like, um, in the bedroom when you, or with a stranger that you've just met and you're thinking one night stand, this is a quickie, like, are we thinking consent there? Like, do you ask for consent in your marriage? Like, you know, you've been having sex for a while, maybe, maybe not, I don't know, but do you ask permission to have sex? How how does that look for you in your relationship? How do you teach consent to your kids? These other things I'm going to chat about. So firstly, let's start with consent um, in your relationship. And this can look so different couple to couple, but I think consent is so fucking empowering. Like I think it can be sometimes felt as awkward, especially when you've been in a relationship for a long time. And I'm going to give you an idea about how that can actually look then and how you might feel differently about it. But consent essentially is you um, agreeing to have sex or to agreeing to a position or a style or whatnot. And to me, that is not an awkward feeling. Like it doesn't feel awkward to ask permission to, you know, penetrate this way or that way or to try different position or whatnot. So think about it a little bit differently. When you first are meeting each other 
when you're first starting dating, like it doesn't have to be this formal, like a contract with like a signature on it for it to be consent. I'm talking about verbal stuff. I'm talking about when you're first starting dating and things are progressing and things are starting to heat up. And it might be, you know, just as easy as a question being like, well, you know, is it okay for us to have sex? Are you agreeing to this? Or do you want this? Like you can get as clear as you need to, but you really need to be clear in your mind that the other person is consenting to this. And that works both ways. Like be clear in your own mind. If your gut is telling you no, then say no. Say no. Say not right now. Say I'm not interested. Say no thanks. Say I'm saying no to this. Get comfortable saying no, girls. Like fuck, we can say no whenever we want. You can withdraw consent anytime. And you are you are confident saying this because you own your own body and you have every right to say no when you've changed your mind or say no if something all of a sudden doesn't feel right or say no when you don't feel comfortable doing it. And I mean, one of the practices that I've even coached clients on is sometimes your body might not be as ready as your mind is. And this can look like a multiple, you know, multiple different things. This can look like full body, you're tensing up. You might notice that your jaw is particularly tight and you're clenching it. That's your body telling you it's not quite ready. You might feel um, like you're not lubricated enough yet. And again, I've spoken about this before, but how wet you are does not determine how turned on you are. Like your body might just not be really, you know, wet lubricating body. So you might need lube to help, but I'm just saying like, don't use that as your only guide about how ready you are. You might be feeling really, really wet, but you're actually not ready for penetration or sex or you don't want it. So don't let that be your only factor to determine if, yeah, I'm interested or not. But your body might tense up like your vagina might be really, really tight and it's trying to tell you, I'm not ready for this or I don't feel like penetration today or this is not the right person. Like really trust your body. And I mean, I've even used this in my own marriage. I've said to my husband before, I'm like, no, no, I don't feel like penetration tonight because of how tight I feel. Like physically, you would be working hard to get a finger or a toy or a penis in there on those days where I'm like, I'm not feeling like penetration. And so then there are so many other things that you can just do. Like there are other things if you're like penetration is what you're not consenting to right now, but oral sounds good or kissing sounds good or a massage sounds good or let's just hold hands or let's talk or do some eye gazing. Like you can consent to different things. It's about listening to your body and hearing the messages that it's giving you. And it can be a really nice practice to get into, to be like, to ask To tell your partner, all right, let's use that. To say to your partner, look, I'm going to try this because I want to. Or I heard it on Courtney's podcast and I'm really interested in seeing how that'll look in our relationship. Something like, hey, when you think that I'm, when we've been having a bit of a play around and we've done some foreplay, instead of just putting your penis in or using a toy or finger or whatever, can you ask me? I'd like it if you asked me, are you ready? Or is your body ready to receive? It just brings it to the forefront of your partner's mind as well. And it's a really good chance for you to check in. Is my Yoni ready for this? Does my Yoni want this today? 
If it's like clamped tighter than a vice, chances are no, it doesn't. And I know in myself, like different stages of my cycle, I don't want that. I, I don't want it. I don't need it. And my body tells me that. And this is when consent is really, really powerful. The more you use it and the more you ask each other, it's just a really nice way of building that mind-body connection to check in with your body. Do I want this? And this is when, when you, you know, even when you're self-pleasuring, like, do you ask your body? Do you ask your yoni, are you ready for this? Do you feel like a toy today? And just listen. Do you feel lubricated enough? Do you feel relaxed enough? Is insertion painful? That can be a really good indicator of whether or not you're ready. To talk about consent and to, I mean, this is one of the strategies we use with our boys. Like they're really, really young and they're definitely not sexually active at the moment, but I'm building the message of consent while they're young because of how important I believe it is. So for us, we use stop as a word to um, indicate no more. And my little boys use that all the time because I think it's fucking important. So if they say stop, that's it. Regardless of what is going on, it means stop. So whether or not they are um, getting splashed in the face in the pool or getting tickled, which, you know, is such a, such a common one, or they don't want to hug, you know, Aunt Betsy when they go to the family function. Stop is a no. It's a don't touch me. It's stop what you're doing. And the boys know that if I then see, you know, whoever it is carry on doing what they're doing, I will be pissed off and there will be punishments. And this is one of the fundamental ways that I teach consent to my boys. They know that when they say stop, the other person is going to like, it's tools down. You are not carrying on with whatever you're doing. So that's how I teach it. And I mean, as they get older, you can really build on that. But they are learning it in two ways, right? They're learning that their voice has that they, you know, their words have meaning and has power. But they're also learning how to respect the word stop. When somebody else says stop, that means I can't keep doing whatever's going on. And in like a normal play-based environment, this is fucking brilliant. But you think about how that can translate to when they do become sexually active and they are exploring things with partners. It's great. They already know the power of stop. And this is just one of the ways that we can help and educate regardless of what age your kiddos are. This is this is consent. And this is also one of those really empowering things about your body, about how your body is your own. And you can say no, you can say stop. I hate that real um, expectation that you have to greet people when you greet people that you have to give them a hug. Like, especially as women, I think this is the, you know, if you don't, you're considered cold. And I mean, guys, they can shake hands. That's fine. But with women, it's almost like, you know, most people expect to go in and either give a kiss on the cheek or a hug, which if that's you, fine. But if you are not comfortable with that, it can be fucking hard when you push back against that, especially with family members that you're like, I'm not comfortable with this but I've never been supported enough to do, to push back against it. So let me give you an example. So with my little boys, um, we, 
always like give them options, I suppose. I think my role as a parent is to really be like, your body is your choice. And like, I have my three-year-old saying that, like my body, my choice. So I ask him, like, can I give you a hug? Can I give you a kiss? No, I can't. Okay, fine. Then I don't. It's not, it's not up to me to override what he's telling me about his body and do what I want. That's not, that's not okay. And that is a shit message that I'm sending him if I do. So then when we go into a different context or we are at like a relative's house and they're like, I'll come and give your Aunty June a cuddle. And, you know, let's say one of my boys is like, no. Well, then I sometimes hear the kind of override coming from a relative and it's like, oh, um, come and give me a hug. You'll make Aunty June upset if you don't. And I call fucking bullshit on that. Don't you dare emotionally bully my son into it. No. And that is when, as a parent, I step in, I say, well, this is his consent. Like he's not wanting that. So don't, don't force him. Don't bully him. Don't try to emotionally blackmail him. And I jump in and say that you are mama bear. You have every right. And you are modeling this for your kids. You are protecting them. You are showing them. Your little voice at age two and three might not be able to feel strong enough to push back against an adult who's saying, where's my hug? It's like, you're not entitled to one motherfucker. (laughs) You might not. You might not feel confident saying that as a three-year-old. This is where your role as a parent is to step in and be like, no, he's not consenting. He can say hello or he might not want to. Like there's manners, hundred percent. I'm massive on the manners, but if he doesn't want to give you a hug, I'm not going to make him and no way will you continue to force one from him. No. And that is teaching consent to kids. I did a beautiful masterclass with one of my girlfriends, Kiki on this. And we talk all about this because I think it's a really nice message and there's heaps and heaps more, um, to it that I'll definitely explore in following podcasts. But As a takeaway for this one, I want you to think about how you show consent in your relationship, what that looks like, how you communicate that. Like, are you both really open about it? Like, well, actually, I don't, don't feel like sex today. I don't think this, this, my body doesn't want this, or I'm not feeling comfortable with that. And when you are, you've gone through some foreplay and it's like, okay, we're ready for penetration. is, Is it a matter of asking, like, are you ready to be inside me? How comfortable are you saying that? And I know sometimes the language can feel clunky because this is my language. So find what works for you. But it could just be like, mm, my Yoni is saying no right now. Or my vulva is like, no, don't touch me here. It can just be as casual as you want it, but it can still be really clear. And then that translates to with kids as well. So are you modeling the behaviors you want them to see? Are you setting them up to appreciate how their words have meaning and how you can teach them that their body is entirely their own? And that when not only does this work for them now, but when people do, if heaven forbid they do start to cross a boundary, they can recognize this is so fucking wrong because my body is my choice. And if you're touching it and you shouldn't, then that's fucking wrong. And your kids will know and be able to advocate and recognize this is not okay because I've said stop and I've said, I don't need to touch my body and you're continuing to do so. You're still continuing to give me a hug or a tickle or whatever the fuck it might be. 
And this is when they recognize these things are not as mum has told them they are or not as dad has said that they should be. So it's empowering. Consent is empowering. It can be clunky, sure, if you're not familiar, but please, please reach out if you have questions about this. Consent is massive. And yeah, it's definitely something that I'm passionate about teaching. Like I remember in high school when we did something, it was like, no means no. And it was joked about. It was joked about. And I don't know if people actually learned that lesson. I still have a little giggle with some high school girlfriends sometimes about it because everyone remembers that lecture. And yeah, I just, I think it, it deserves more attention than it gets. And I think as we move into this really, um, I don't know, expressive world, it's nice to have tools in our toolkit to be empowered in different situations. So as always on that note, I will leave you until our next podcast, but I hope you have a truly beautiful day and that you enjoyed this little potty. Bye for now.